0: Presence of the Lord is here. I'm telling you, if you have not went to the gym lately, you know, if you're listening to some Byron Cage and Presence of the Lord, I'm sure you can get your aerobics going on and praise the Lord at the same time. Amen. Surely we thank and praise God for his goodness. We thank and praise God for his mercy today. Had a little difficulty uh, starting up this afternoon, but, uh, but thank God that we're here. Thank God for his mercy and his goodness. You know, the Lord is good to all of us. You know, thank you for joining us this evening uh, on this 22nd day of September. You're listening to Sunday Morning Live on a Tuesday from Cornerstone Apostolic Church, and you are inside the pages with Pastor Carl Henderson. You know, there's no better place to be than the word of God. And our Sunday morning service begins at 8 a.m., Tuesday Bible study, 8 p.m., and Acts of the Holy Ghost on Thursdays at 9 p.m. For you Bible students, if you love, you want to learn the Word of God, what was going on, confirming what you already know, and learning what you need to learn, uh, not that I have all the answers or anything, but we are making ground. Then join us uh, for some teaching. And so, you know, I want you to know we believe the Bible is the Word of God. Therefore, I'm faithful. Bow the church. We believe the best way to face opposition is by obedience to the word of God. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's go before the Lord in a word of prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, we honor you this evening. We thank you, Lord God, for your goodness, your grace. We thank you, Lord God, for your mercy, for all that you have done, for all that you are going to do. Lord God, we come with expectations. We know that you are our Savior. Lord God, we know that nothing has escaped your consciousness. We know that you're aware of everything that goes on, everything about us. Lord God, and we just thank you right now. We thank you, Lord, for the ups, the downs, the going around, and all the different things that we have experienced in this life. Lord God, that has given us awareness of what we can and cannot do, what we should do, what we should not do. We honor you, Lord God, for you're blessing us. We thank you, Lord God, for those that are uh, that are listening. We thank you, Lord God, for those that will hear this as they rise up in the morning to start their day, those that are laying down this evening, Lord God, but yet they, they want to be part of the service. They're in your word, Lord God, and we thank you right now. But we thank you, Savior, for those that are uh, battling, those that are committed to helping others. Lord God, pray for your nurses. Lord God, we pray for those that are peace actual peacekeepers. Lord God, we pray for those that are uh, are dispelling lies and those that are lifting up a standard. Father, we pray and ask these blessings in Jesus' name. Amen. One well, enough you're fasting. Are you fasting? Fasting and praying. If you're not fasting, if you need someone to fast with, I want to encourage you to join in with me on Tuesdays and fast. Seek the Lord, and you know, abstain from food. Staying from grape soda and all the other good stuff that you might uh, get involved with when you're not fasting and consecrate unto the Lord. We're going right into the word of God tonight. And uh, in the book of Ezekiel, the 28th chapter, uh, the 8 through the 19th verse, I pray that you have had a blessed day and that you will have a blessed evening. And the Ezekiel, the 28th chapter Using your device, maybe you have a paperback, you know, I use both. And so uh, beginning at the 8th verse through the 19th verse, it says, They shall bring thee down to the pit, and thou shalt die the death of them that are slain in the midst of the sea. Wilt thou yet say before him that slayeth thee, I am God, but thou art a man and no God. And the hand of him that slayeth thee, you, you're nothing but a man, you, you're nobody. Thou shalt die the death of the uncircumcised by the hand of strangers, for I have spoken it, saith the Lord God. Moreover, the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Son of man, take up a lamentation upon the king of Tyrus, and say unto him, Thus saith the Lord God. Thou seal it of the sum, full of wisdom and perfect in beauty. Thou hast been in Eden, the garden of God. Every precious stone was thy covering, in sardis, topaz, diamonds, beryl, anna, jasper, sapphire, emerald, carbon, and gold. The workmanship of thy tabernacle and thy pipes were prepared in thee in the day that thou was created. Thou art the anointed cherub that covereth. I have set thee so that thou was upon the holy mountain of God. Thou hast walked up and down in the midst of the stones of fire. Thou was perfect in thy ways from the day that thou was created till iniquity was found in thee by the multitude of thy uh, merchandise they have filled the midst of thee with violence and thou hast sinned therefore i will cast thee as profane out of the mountain of god and i will destroy thee o covering cherub from the midst of the fires of stone and uh, going on to the 17th verse, thank you. Thy heart was lifted up because of thy beauty. Thou hast corrupted thy wisdom by reason of thy brightness. I will cast thee to the ground. I will lay thee before kings, thou uh, that thou may behold thee, that they may behold thee. Thou hast defiled thy sanctuaries by the multitude of thy iniquities, by the iniquity of thy traffic therefore will I bring forth a fire from the midst of thee it shall devour thee and it will bring thee to ashes upon the earth in the sight of all men that behold thee all they that know thee among the people shall be astonished at thee thou shalt be a terror and never shall thou be any more I want to take a thought from the passage that was that we've just read and of walking a uh, parallel life now a parallel walking a parallel life meaning uh, this is a, uh, or a common form separate but uh, equal walking paths it means you're walking a path that has two sides and if you've been with us you know that the name uh tyrus itself means strength or rock or shop and so tyrus or tyree um, name means strong. It means solid. And he was uh, strong. He was solid and very sharp. The Bible says that Tyrus was wiser than Daniel. No secret could be hid from him. That's what the Lord said. No secret could be hid from thee. And his wisdom and his understanding made him rich and brought him plenty of gold and silver and his wisdom, his great wisdom and business ethics increased. He had dividends on top of dividends, on top of dividends, on top of dividends. You know, there's a book uh, that uh, a gentleman gave me. He was well-to-do, and he recommended a book. It's called The Richest Man in Babylon. It's a small paperback book, maybe maybe 90 pages, you know, but it's not filled in with a bunch of small font. But it talks about uh, investment and uh, when you make an investment, you invest, and then you allow the investment to, uh, to increase, you know, to draw dividends. And then you, those dividends, you leave them there and let them draw dividends, and that's what you live off of. And so he had wisdom. He had business ethics. He knew how to increase his riches. You know, there's nothing wrong with learning and understanding about money. Matter of fact, we don't do enough of that. We don't do enough, and we don't listen to enough advice About the money that we do receive, you know, which would put us in a better standing. It's not about having a lot. It's about knowing what to do with what you have. And so uh, this man, he knew that Tyrus knew what to do. However, his heart was lifted up because of the riches, because of his prosperity. His heart was lifted up. And not only was his heart lifted up, uh, he looked down upon God's people. And he made plans to take advantage of Israel when they were being chastened by the Lord. Listen, whether it's saint, sinner, or whatever you want to call yourself, everyone, uh, there's everyone uh, need to understand that there is a protocol that each of us should be aware. We should be aware of this and willing to follow. We should be aware of the universal laws. We should be aware of what God has said. We should be aware of the common sense that has been given to us that you don't uh, you don't kick a dog when it's down. You don't hurt nobody when you see them going through when they're suffering for whatever may have come upon them. Deuteronomy, the 10th chapter and the 19th verse says, uh, so show your love for the uh, for the alien. Show your love for uh, uh, for. And remember the fact that you were in their shoes. You were in captivity, and now uh, these people have come here. They are in the same situation. They're not in their homes. They're in a foreign land. You should show some love. Show somebody some love. That's what Deuteronomy is saying. And then Leviticus, the, the, third, the 19th chapter and the 34th verse said, the stranger who resides with you shall be to you as the native among you, and you shall love him or heard, love them as yourself, for they were also uh, foreigners. They were also strangers. And I am the Lord your God. So God is telling us to love people uh, and love others. It don't you don't have to have a personal relationship to love somebody, to respect another person, to treat them right. And Mark 12, 31, 30 and 31 said, thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all your heart. That's very strenuous for some people because they don't, they say they love the Lord. But do you love him with all your heart? Do you love him with all your heart and, and with all thy soul and with all thy mind and with all thy strength? This is the first commandment. The first commandment is, is how we love and appreciate God. But the second, it said, namely says thou shall love thy neighbor as thyself. There is none other commandment greater than these. I believe it was John that said, and you could correct me if I'm wrong, that that said that we should love. We should love our brothers. We should love. How can you say you love God and you don't love the person that you that you're sitting next to, the person that you see every day? You know, it don't matter if they've done something to get on your nerves, you know, uh, if they push the wrong button and, you know, they said something. It it doesn't you could be offended and still love somebody. The surrounding nations knew Israel's relationship with God and uh, that uh, and because of that, they knew that God fought for them. They knew the relationship and they knew that God would fight for Israel. But when Israel sinned and refused to change the word of God regarding the payment for sin became the exchange and they were taken captive. Let me say that again. Uh, the wage, the Bible said, the wages of sin is death. And God told Israel that if you go, if you go and sin, if you start doing things that you shouldn't do, instead of you being blessed, then you're going to your wages is going to be captivity. But they had the can't help it. You know, uh, growing up, my grandmother and them would say, "Oh, he had the great help. He had the can't help it." And they would tell my dad he had the can't help it which means you was going to get in trouble, you know? And so uh, there's people that have that can't help us. They're going to do it anyway. And Israel did it anyway. As God's people suffered for the commission, as they suffered for the omission, so you can commit something or you can omit it. You can do something or not do it. Tyrus did not consider what they what he really had. God's people are suffering and Tyrus is looking at them, but he's not considering what he already had, and so he looked down upon Jerusalem. Now, at one time they were they were allies, but now he's looking down up on them, and he laughed. Don't ever laugh at anyone that's in trouble. Someone is down and out, you know. Now, someone do something funny—that that's different, you know. uh, If I trip over a curb or something like that and I fall, and you know, it, it you know, make sure I'm okay. But I don't mind if you laugh at me, but. They laughed at Israel when they were down, when Israel was suffering because of the wrong that they had done. And so uh, uh, not only did they laugh, but they made a plan. They were plotting against Israel and said, uh, uh, she's broken uh, That uh, the gates of the people. She's turned unto me and I I shall be replenished. I'm going to go and lay waste to Israel. That was Tyra's mindset. Now remember, Tyrus already had it going on. Tyrus would have fared well had uh, they been humble and sat down, had they not thought so much about themselves. And we can all be humble, and we can all sit down, have a surf sandwich, you know, just just sit down and and, and take it easy. The Bible says uh, that Mary, Mary sat at the feet of Jesus and heard his word. We can all be humble. Sit down, uh, have a, a PJ, and whatever j you, whatever your delight is, but sit at the feet of Jesus and hear the word. Let's be like Mary and listen to God's word. Listen to what God has to say. Ministers, those that are called into ministry, those that are already in ministry, we know this. And if you didn't, I'm getting ready to tell you. According to Malachi 2 and 7, it said the priest's lips shall keep knowledge and they shall seek the law at his mouth. And he is the messenger of the Lord of hosts. And we take pride in the fact that I'm a messenger of the Lord. I'm a minister. And all that. But wait a minute, you got to humble yourself. You got to sit down at the feet of Jesus and get some knowledge. And you got to go to God and ask the Lord, what do you want me to feed your people? What is it that uh, that that visitor that walked in need that? And, and so we have to seek after God. You know, even after you've prepared your message, you got to read, read it and sit down and look, God, what is it that you want me to deliver to your people? Uh, you know, and make sure that the word it is the word of God, not a personal opinion, not anything else, but the word of God, the minister. Uh, we have access to God. We're here on earth and we also sit in heavenly places. Tyrus realized how he, uh, or he did not realize, the fullness of how he was impacting the world around him. He also did not know that his actions were impacting the spiritual realm. How many of you, do you know that that your actions are impacting the world around you and is also impacting the spirit world too? What you do, let me say that again, what we do is impacting the world around us and it is also impacting the spirit world. It's impacting. It's it's setting up a pro. It's it's dictating whether we're going to be blessed or not, whether we're going to have peace or not, whether we will overcome or not, whether God is, is happy with us or not. And I want the Lord. You know, if I want to if, if you're going to impress anybody, impress God, impress him, impress the Lord with how you live here and uh, we used to sing a song, What You Do Now Do with the Heavenly Mind. You know, uh, keep that thought of having a heavenly mind, but not so heavenly minded that you know earthly good. So we have to live here and we have to treat others right and we have to be pleasing in the sight of God. Tyrus looked at his daily and his monthly and his annual income and his alliances and believed uh, he, con- uh, he he looked at it and and, and I believe that he could that he considered like so many others that he had hope that he had desire you know he, he gave up a couple of prayers uh, to uh, to whatever he believed in he embraced a philosophy as the steps to eternal life. So many are believing in so many different things. Instead of here, O Israel, the Lord our God is one. Now Israel, Israel, God's people, the seed of Abraham, all of us that have been grafted in, hear and know that our God is one. Uh, Salvation is not based upon philosophies. Philosophy is not going to take you into eternal life. Uh, It's a philosophy. It's a saying. It's something that might have some type of good principle, but it doesn't take you into the into the eternity. It doesn't take you into the presence of God. And the Bible tells us that if you come up any other way, you are a thief and a robber. And we know that a thief and a robber is not going to inherit eternal life. Even the intent, Tyrus, the intent of looking at his accomplishments, he looked at him in such a way that he said, I'm God. You know, I got it going on. You know, I'm, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's all about me. You know, I got this. And so that was his mindset. And with that mindset, he began to make plans to do things that he should not be doing. Now, the, the Bible says the totality of some, the totality of his achievements, his wisdom and beauty made him look down upon others. He looked down upon everyone else. A Tyrus, the man, this great city. Not only walking in time, you see, uh, this is something that we. Need to understand, we're, we're, in, we're in time, but we're impacting uh, the area around us that does not exist within time. Tyrus is walking in time, and he became an antagonist to Israel. Uh, but uh, the spirit of Tyrus, now listen to this, Tyrus, the person, the physical, was an antagonist to Israel, but the spirit, the spirit of Tyrus was an antagonist to God. Not that he could defeat God, but he upset the Lord. Now, we have to be careful, each one of us. Those that are listening, those that believe the word of God, uh, from the front to the back, side to side, wherever you are in the balcony, uh, driving down the street, wherever you are. You have to be careful. You have to be you need to be an example. And we have to teach our children not to grieve the spirit. Of the Lord. Ephesians 4 and 27 uh, through the 32nd verse it says, Neither give place to the devil, let him that stole steal no more, but rather let him labor, working with his hands, uh, the things which is good, that he may give to him uh, that needeth. Let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good. To the use of edifying, that it may minister grace unto the hear and grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, whereby ye are sealed unto the day of redemption. Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice and be kind one to another. Listen to that. Be kind one to another. Be kind one to another. Tender hearted forgiving one another. Yeah, but they hurt my feelings. Forgiving one another. I didn't say hold their hand and skip to the loo, play jump rope with them, but you you still have to forgive them. Uh, Even as God, for Christ's sake, have forgiven you. Now, let me say this because, uh, uh, you know, I used to have, I had to come into an understanding about forgiveness too, that you can't walk around and hold grudges. You can't walk around and hold on because it's detrimental to you and it doesn't help the individual, you don't know what caused a person to do what they did. You don't know what, what was, you don't know the spirit. Let's get with the spirit of that. You don't know what spirit, you know what they did, but what was behind it? What are they suffering with because of their actions? You don't know that. And you don't know how many times they may have asked God for forgiveness. And and so embarrassed that they don't know what to do or to say to you that they are offended. And so you need to understand that we all need to understand that because we've all fallen short of the glory of God. And we all can make changes. We all can do better. Tyrus was not of that mindset. The Bible said, neither give place to the devil. Well, Tyrus let the devil use him. He was going to steal from Israel. He was going to hit the martyr down. He was going to use them for personal gain. Tyrus was an influence of evil. He was not willing to be gracious. And he grieved the spirit of God. It was, it, he was bitter, filled with wrath and anger. Listen, the Bible says, the 13th verse, it says, Thou hast been in the Eden of the garden of God. Every precious stone was thy covering. Uh, the Sardis, the Topaz, the diamond, the girl, the, the onyx, the Jasper, the sapphire, the emerald, the, the, the carbon, and the gold. Yeah, so you looking pretty good. Looking pretty good there in the garden of God. The uh, the workmen of that tablet the the, 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 the the he could sing. Let's just put it that way. He can sing, he can sing, he, can sing, he can get down with it. You know, and to sing, it had an impact. It had a force. Now, we know that, that the, those that can sing, not me, but those that can sing, uh, have an impact in the atmosphere. And, and so it's nothing, it's nothing like when, when the anointing moves up on the psalmistress and, and they begin to be impacted by the song that they're singing. And, and you see their impact and, and, and you feel what they're feeling. The, the atmosphere begin to change, and, and, you know, and, and, and so it's impacted. And, and so that was the type of impact that he had. He had that because God created that in him from the very beginning. He said, thou art the anointed cherub that covereth. I need you to underline that. Your anointed cherub, he was an anointed cherub that covereth, that covereth. So the anointing covered him, but there was also something else about this chair. And he said, I have set thee so. I made you like that. Thou was upon the holy mountain of God. So we're talking about someone that was great in the presence of God. Thou hast walked up and down in the midst of the stones of fire, and I began to look at this, and I'm like, wait a minute, it's the stones of fire. What is this? You know, we're not talking about some uh, um, uh, some in some movie from way back, you know, where they showing the the pyramids and people doing some some crazy stuff. No, no, this this has meaning to it. I begin to think about it, and I'm like, Lord, I, I've never seen this, and I began to look at some of the commentaries and and what people were saying, but none of them crossed this bridge. And, uh, you know, and I, I, my mind went over to Isaiah. Isaiah, the sixth uh, verse where he said, uh, In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord, and I was high and lifted up, and his train filled the temple. That train was not a clothed garment, but it was the saints and all of them that had uh, went ahead of him that were now standing in the presence of God. And he said that he began to, as the praise was going on and as the atmosphere had shifted, and was continuing to shift. It's always a shift. It's always a move of God in his presence. And so as the everything that was being impacted and affected, uh, he looked at himself and said, wow, he said, woe is me. I'm a man of unclean lips. Bless you, Lord. He said he began to look at his sin. He began to look at and think about himself. You know, anytime we enter into the presence of God, it is not a, oh, the anointing, the quickening have hit me and I feel so good. Sometimes it is a humbling and it causes us to examine ourselves and know that we are not worthy. But God has made us worthy. You know, I, 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 the the twenty-four elders would go in the presence of God, and they would take their crowns off and say, "Holy unto Him." And, and so they kept taking them off because He kept allowing them to be put back on because He made them worthy. But listen, uh, the Bible said that the the cherub that He was in the midst of the stones. Isaiah said that the angel, the angel, the angel of the Lord. Uh, as he made his confession, the angel of the Lord came and took a tong and picked up the coal off the uh, off the off the other coals and came and touched his lips. Now, let me say that again. The angel came and took the tong and picked up one of the stones. And touched his lips and purged him. Now, this particular chair that is losing his place, this particular spirit that grieved the Lord, this particular spirit that had the the, the finest of apparel, the finest of speech and song, was able to stand in the mountain of God in a position of elevation, and he walked up and down in the midst of the stones, the very stones that the angel came and took the tongs and picked up off the altar and purged Isaiah with, this angel wouldn't need a tong because he could enter into the presence and in the midst of the stones because God had made him that way. Now, for those of you that say, well, you know, look, you go back and you read. We're not arguing. I said, that's what I received in the study of the word of God. And so uh, the Bible, listen, 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 listen. God's good. I'm telling you, God is so good. God is so good. That only comes from God. That only comes from God. Nobody else, that is not a revelation that I've ever had except at this moment in my life. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. He was able to stand in. So those stones representing, representing a purging, Representing a cleansing, representing the power of God, he was able to endure and be in the midst of that by the permission of God. Thou, the 15th, thou was perfect in thy ways from the day that thou was created till iniquity was found in thee. You was fine, brother. You was fine. You was fine. You had it going on, sister, until you allowed sin to be in you. We, you and I, have the power to present to, per, uh, to resist and not allow sin to be in our life. Tyrus became arrogant. Saints were not to be arrogant. Uh, you can be fashionable. You can be in a position of power, without, but without a willingness to be compassionate, according to, uh, according to what we have seen in Ephesians, the fourth chapter, we would be nothing but like Tyrus. We would be offensive to God. We're walking a parallel life, uh, looking good on this side, but bad on the other. You want to look good on both sides. You want to look good here and you want to look good there. Uh, The Bible says some man's sins go before them and others come after them. You want to make sure that as we walk this, this narrow path, as we journey, as we do our pilgrimage, that we are, that that we, as we live, that we we don't just have lip service. We're not just pretending to be a service of the Lord. But we're servants here in time. And when as a tree fall, that's how it lays. So if God should call your name tonight, when you enter on the other side, you're not trying to get it together. You had it together already because you knew and were aware that what you did in time was impacting eternity. Bless you, Lord God. By the multitude of thy merchandise, they have filled the midst of thee with violence. God is all over Tyrus, all over, letting them know that, look, you've crossed over. You've crossed over ground that you should not have crossed over. And and you defile even your own sanctuary, your own uh, uh, restrictions. You've crossed the line, man. And that's what we don't want to do. We don't want to cross the line with God. We need to walk with that awareness that we are impacting now and we're impacting eternity. Bless you, Lord God. I'm going to stop right there. I'm not going to go any further, but I want you to think about that. I want you to think about uh, people. You look at people, celebrities and individuals, they look like they got it going on. Look like everything is right, look like that they sensitive people be on TV crying and carrying on, you know, and getting all emotional and leading people in the wrong direction with their tears and stuff because they came with some story that was going to impact what's the truth behind it. What are we doing? What are they doing? Are we impacting God? Are we impressing the Lord? Are we doing what's right? Some can say yes. Daniel said that there's some that's going to rise up. And they're going to rise up into everlasting life. And there's others that's going to rise up. Everybody wants to rise up into everlasting life. But are we willing to make that sacrifice? Are we willing to abstain? Are we willing to not make excuses? God's not through with me yet. Are we willing to erase that stuff and say, God is your word. And I'm going to follow your word. Tyrus knew and understood what he was doing was wrong. The city knew, the people knew, the associates knew that coming against Israel was not a good idea, but they looked at what other people was doing. They looked at what the Philistines, the Edomites, uh, Zidion, and all of them was doing and tried to jump in and be part of the crowd. Look, don't follow the crowd. Don't follow the, the broad way, but follow the straight and narrow. Amen. Bless your Lord God. Listen, if you have not I know we've been at the, in California, we're in Southern California, you've been at the stay at home and, you know, and uh, listening to service on the radio and uh, through uh, different medias and different things, you know, maybe you feel a tug on your life that you want to rededicate your life, or maybe you have never dedicated your life and you want to. I, I want to uh, let you know, and I'm going to post this on our website, connectingtruth.org, uh, please go there. There's a video there that you need to see as well. But I'm going to post this on our website because we're going to be doing a baptism at the home church, the home church in which I was uh, this ministry was birthed out of. And uh, I like uh, the baptism pool there because we help put it in, you know. But anyway, listen, um, on October 4th at 3 p.m., i going to be doing. Um, Going to have a service, and if you want to dedicate or rededicate your life unto the Lord, going to be doing baptism. We are very conscious, very, very conscious of social distancing, so we have are uh, following the guidelines. We have things in place. We know what to do and how to do it. And so, uh, that's going to be at four seven four East Duwardi Road in the city of Monrovia. So, if you're in the Southern California area uh, close by, we know that. You know, just a few minutes away, people go uh, a lot of different places when they want to. This is something that you should want to do, and that is to dedicate yourself or rededicate yourself unto the Lord. You know, and so we'll be baptizing on on that day and want to invite you to meet me there and and to do the same. Uh, Dedicate yourself or rededicate yourself uh, to the Lord. Amen. Listen, the songs... Uh, our, well, you know, before I say that, let's let's go before the Lord in the Word of Prayer again. Uh, Father, we thank you for your Word, the exhortation this afternoon. Thank you, Lord God, for your your mercy, Lord, and your insight that you have given your servant, but not only me, but your insight that you have given to others. Lord God, we just thank you right now for your kindness. Thank you, Lord God, for what you have done, Lord God, and we just thank you for those that have said yes, those that are. Uh, going to be committing themselves, rededicating themselves unto you, Lord God. We just thank you right now in advance. We just pray for their safety, pray for their health, pray that you will continue to watch over it and keep them in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen and amen. Bless you, Lord God. Listen to songs uh, uh, by our songstress, uh, my daughter, uh, Sister Henderson and those featured are the respective property of the artists and the producers now uh if you have been blessed if you've been blessed and encouraged by this ministry you know share it with someone else uh point someone to sml uh inside the pages uh, we're on iheart we're on a, a spotify we're on a lot of different stations god is blessed and the word is spreading the word of god is spreading and it's all about the lord it's all about jesus christ it's not about pastor carl it's not about uh, it's about the word of god getting out my my goal my desire and what i'm doing is pouring myself out for the lord you know using myself up i did so many things god saved me one day not only did he save me my mother saw it she got saved she was like wow there must be a god And she got saved, dedicated herself unto the Lord, amen, and so many others uh, because of what God has done. And so if you've been blessed, if you've been encouraged by this ministry, share it with someone else. Take them to Sunday morning live, you know, listen in with them, you know, send them a link, tell them you must listen, amen. This is Pastor Carl Henderson of Cornerstone Apostolic Church, uh, 524 East Pasadena Street in the city of Pomona. Hope to see you soon. Hope to see you here or to see you there. Until then, be blessed and rest in the Lord.
1: Jesus, you